Hey guys, Solo Caleb here. So first off, I'm sure a bunch of you are itching for the Candle Cove conclusion, and that is not lost on me, but the episode that you're about to listen to, if you choose to stay, is a temporary placeholder for the next couple days until the Candle Cove finale releases. So some of you may have listened to the Osmosis Jones episode, but I'm sure many of you haven't, and I didn't want to skip an episode upload entirely without explanation, because things have been pretty sporadic lately. So I guess I should do some explaining. Basically, I am going to be moving in about three weeks to this date, and it's not just like moving in my city kind of thing. I'm going to be driving across the country. It's about a 30-hour drive, and I'm currently trying to get rid of things that I can't take with, set up a vet appointments for my animals to make sure they're set for the trip, and plan the logistics of the actual drive across the United States. So what I'm trying to get to is that I've been pretty stressed about the move, but I'm also just not in the best mental state at the moment. And part of it is because of the upcoming move, but I also have mental problems that seem to be flaring up at the moment. And as some of you know, I recently took a three-week mental health break after the passing of one of my very good friends. And I recorded a few things over that break, and I was hoping that I would be able to, you know, back some stuff up and I would be 100% like mentally or whatever after taking some time off. But frankly, I'm not. And it didn't, I don't know, I guess maybe it's because I didn't, give myself much of a break anyway maybe it's because i was trying to i don't know but basically because of all of these factors i've thought a lot about what i should do about it and i've decided that i'm going to switch to temporarily a bi-weekly schedule so basically i'm going to release an episode every other week instead of every week for a little while just basically until i get my head and life in order in a few weeks i'm going to be about 2500 miles away from the state that i've lived in forever and and, you know, I'm excited about it, but I'm also pretty stressed about it. Um, I'm going to be living with James for a bit, which you all know James, but uh, I'm going to be looking for a house to rent and I'm going to be in his basement for a little bit. So I'd like to keep putting out episodes the way I always have, but I can feel the quality of my content going down lately because I'm not in the right headspace. I'm stressed. I'm going fucking crazy. I'm still pretty sad, too, about a lot of things. So I don't know. There's just a lot going on in my head right now. And I'd rather slow down a bit and work on my brain and work on just getting across the country and making sure my animals are okay. All my stuff is okay. I can find a place to settle into as fast as possible. I'd rather do all that than continue to release what I think are pretty low energy episodes. So here's the breakdown of everything going on. So the episode you're about to listen to is an episode regarding... Osmosis Jones, a classic, if you ask me. It's an older Patreon bonus episode, and it will be available to listen to temporarily until I record and release the final Channel Zero episode in a couple days, most likely Wednesday, maybe Thursday, but pr probably Wednesday. Um, going forward for at least the next couple of months, the episodes will release on Monday, July 18th, and then Monday, August 1st, and then August 15th, and so forth. I think you get the picture. And also, I want to make it clear that I might not even keep the bi-week going that long. Like, I don't know if I'm going to make it to August 15th going bi-weekly. Maybe I'll be back to a weekly schedule by then. But I don't know the outline at the moment. I'm not sure if it's going to be a couple weeks. Well, it's probably going to be at least a month because I'm leaving in, you know, about a month's time. I have to settle and look for a place and all this stuff. But I don't know if it's going to be a month, three months, six months. I don't know. I don't want it to go that long. I don't plan any of that. But I really just don't know at the moment. I'm playing this by ear. So the next two episodes after Candle Cove will be Idle Hands because as you, or I'm sure as a lot of you know, that won the Patreon poll a while ago right before I took my break and things have just been sporadic. I didn't know that Candle Cove was going to turn into a four episode series, you know, we originally planned on doing two. So I thought Idle Hands would be out at this moment, um, but it's not, but it, it's still coming out. I haven't forgot about that. Um, 
I promise that I will switch back over to weekly episodes once I've found, you know, a place to live and I get some of my mental issues sorted out. But for now, you can listen to me and my friends on this show, Horror Soup, every other Monday. And on the weeks that there isn't a new Horror Soup episode, you can listen to me and Ash and Elena from Morbid Podcast discussing horror movies on my other show, Scream. So those episodes, for people that don't know, release every other Thursday. So I want to make sure that you still get a weekly release in some type of way, even if it's not a Horror Soup every week. You know, like, just kind of like, hey, I'm still... I'm still doing a horror show every single week. It's just, you know, they're, they're different ones. Um, but finally, if you're a Patreon donator, I'll still be releasing bonus content as usual, but I'm going to be closing the pick a movie tier for a while until I switch back over to, to the weekly release schedule. I think I'll probably still do polls. I think it, it makes the most sense. Like I'll at least let you guys pick one of the movies that I do every single month. I'm going to try to, I don't know exactly how it's going to work at this moment, but yeah, I am going to get that going again. I do feel like the last month of Patreon content was pretty weak, so I'm going to try to switch things up. And again, once I make it across the country, I feel like I can blow up my stress levels a ton and get back to putting out content that I actually do feel good about. But there will still be a bonus content releasing on Patreon at the moment. Before I leave, I'm trying to get a fair amount of friends together so that I could do like, you know, some, hey, a last hurrah kind of thing, you know, with people that I feel like the listeners and the Patreon donators, you know, all of you guys in general enjoy listening to and watching. So yeah, that's just, I guess, a promise I'm making to you guys and to myself. I'm going to try to get some good stuff out before I leave and get out of here. Yeah, guys, I know this was really long. Uh, I want to give everyone that's listening right now full transparency regarding the current state of the show, because I know things have been very odd lately. So I hope this cleared things up for most everyone. I do apologize for how long this announcement took and for the lack of Candle Cove conclusion today, but rest assured that we will finish this off very soon. And uh, yeah, you know, things are going to be a little different for a while, but just know that I'm always thinking about you guys. I love the shit out of you. You guys are always here to support. You guys are always very, very, very supportive with everything, really. Um, So I appreciate all of you so much. So for now, if you haven't already heard the episode, enjoy Osmosis Jones. It will only be here on the main feed for the next couple days, but if you miss it, it's always available permanently on patreon.com slash horrorsoup. So just so you guys have a heads up, I'm most likely going to relay this whole thing again later for the people that won't be able to hear this when I delete the Veronica episode because, you know, I don't want people to randomly just go, hey, why isn't an episode releasing anymore and then just see it every other week? And not have an explanation, so I'll probably be explaining this again. It might just be like its own little message on its own, uh, or it might be attached to the next Candle Cove episode. I haven't decided yet, but uh, yeah. With that, enjoy Osmosis Jones. Yeah. Jones. Osmosis. Blood cells. Take that cherry pill. Now I'm in Frank's body. That's Bill Murray's body. And I'm getting Leah calling her Brandy. I'm getting in her fat little fanny. But she a German. I don't give a fuck. I'm a germ too. I got a germ dick. And I'm going to put it in her butt too. Put my germ dick in her butthole. Osmosis Jones. Put my germ in her bubble, Osmosis Jones's tracks. Wait a minute, they're not. 
They're not germs, they're white blood cells. White blood we, cells, and I put my white blood cell in your blood cell. Now I got my semen, that's another white thing in your blood cell. It's in your ass. I do it like that. I'm putting my blood cell in your ass like a my gat. And I'm stuttering, but I don't give a fuck. I'm Osmosis Jones, and I screw up because I'm a cop. But I don't give a fuck. I shoot that electric thing. Now it stops. Now it stops. Hey, guys, we're doing Osmosis Jones. Drax, what is his name? I'm going insane trying to figure out what is he called is it anthrax oh my god now it's killing all these motherfuckers he's putting the germs on these motherfuckers oh now these germs are dying now osmosis is crying he's like frank you need to get back you need to get back on the track or on the treadmill you are getting real ill oh you dying your daughter crying i ain't lying in your mouth Get on a tear, go into your mouth. I start a fire when California's in a drought. <laughs> fire with the magnifying glass. Oh shit, that's my ass. Oh, fire with the magnifying glass. That's California's ass. Oh, we on fire. Firefighters retired. What are we gonna do? The dry is on fire. Oh, screw you. That wasn't that wasn't the show. That was on horse soup. Horse soup. Get the scoop on a magnifying glass for your ass. Osmosis. Osmosis saves the body. Osmosis don't kill nobody. Osmosis just might fuck yo shoddy He might just get in that white blood cell body Now he's crazy and you know that Chris Rock is never lazy But he's gonna have Leah's motherfucking little baby Oh that's crazy, now he got a little purple fucking kid But he's blue, oh shit, look at what this kid did Budget flop Osmosis not on top. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hello, Patreon. Welcome to our first Patreon episode of I'll Suck Your Blood, a vampire podcast that covers nothing but vampires and only vampires and strictly vampires. <laughs> Patronus! Don't say that. So today we're covering Osmosis Jones from 2001, it was? 2001, that is correct. I can't believe that this movie is this old. Yeah, it's uh I don't know. There's a there's a I, I feel like it's in a time warp because I also can't believe that it's not older than that at yes. the same time. Like it also should be in like the 90s or the eight, or like late 80s. Right. It's it's very strange where it sits chronologically. It's a weird conundrum. Uh when did you first watch this movie? I would have seen it when it came out, probably not in theaters. I probably rented it from Blockbuster. Okay. I saw it on Cartoon but, Network. I mean, 2001, I was 11, so like I was watch- I would have been watching every new kids movie, you know. But is this a kids movie? <laughs> Fuck, no it's not. 
this is not even close to a kids movie, dude. I don't know what the, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck anyone is talking about. Say that this is a kids movie because this is not. Yeah, I agree. But you know what it is? I think this is genuinely one of the most clever movies about our body in 2001. Yeah, that's a statement. Oh, it's <laughs> maybe the most clever movie about our body ever. Um, end of story. You know what I thought about a lot hmm. while watching this movie? There's another movie that features a very funny uh, black actor who was really popular. Uh, it's racist. In the, you can't say that. Yes, I can. No, you can't in say the, that. You, you can't in specify the 90s, a color. In the 90s and 2000s, there's another animated film that came out that had a little bit of a similar vibe to this and was way worse. Uncle Ramus? Shark Tale. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With Will Smith. And it kind of, like, carries some of the same, like, attitude as this movie kind of does. And this movie's way more clever, creative, and funnier than fucking Shark Tale. Is Shark Tale even good? I, I've seen it before, but I can't remember it. It, it. So it can't be good. If I don't remember it, it's not good. I don't think it's good. But it came out in 2004, so just a few years after this, and I bet it, I bet it did better at the box office. It probably did better. We should probably talk about that before we talk about anything. Apparently, this is on like a list of like ten biggest flops. Wait, what? It had the same budget uh-huh. as Osmosis Jones, seventy-five million. Yep, but its box office was three hundred sixty-seven. <laughs> Yeah, that's unfortunate. You know, I really didn't understand why, like, because I watched a podcast a while ago. I think he was on, like, I think Chris Rock was on, like, Bobby Bobby Lee's Tiger Belly, maybe, or something. Mm. I can't remember where exactly I saw. I think it was on Tiger Belly. But he was talking about, like, some shit. And he was just like, yeah, I did fucking, you know, no, it couldn't have been. They were talking about, like, doing voice acting on, like, I think, like, certain weird animated stuff. I can't remember what podcast it was, but he was like, they were like someone was like, "Oh, I did this movie," and then Chris Rock is like, "Yeah, I did Osmosis Jones," and, I, and then some <laughs> people were like, "What is that?" He was like, "This movie with Bill Murray, this shit," and he was just talking about it like he fucking hated it and he wanted nothing to do with it. <laughs> and I was like, "Why?" Like I remember that being fucking awesome. And then me and James look into it: seventy-five million dollar budget, and it made what, like thirteen million? And that was like worldwide yeah. gross. Yeah. And not only that, so I guess at the time, like in like 2000, uh, what was this? Wait, what was this again? This was Warner Brothers? Yes. Okay, so Warner Brothers was like, all right, we need to do one of two movies. There's either this one movie by um, some guy called Bird or this, Osmosis Jones. And they were like, you know what? We're going to go with Osmosis Jones. And then the other movie was Incredibles. <laughs> yeah. The guy took his idea to fucking Pixar and it became The Incredibles. The fucking Incredibles. <laughs> like, I get it now because that's... I mean, I know. There's no way that anyone at any time in the world right now does not know what The Incredibles is. Like, I don't think right. that's possible, right? I think everyone knows what The Incredibles is. Oh, dude, it's it was my favorite Pixar movie for the longest time, and like well, it's, it's it amazing. Was, 
I was that guy that was like constantly like, oh, Pixar keeps making all these new sequels. Like, when are we getting Incredibles 2? When are we getting fucking Incredibles 2? And then like, we got it. I was like, yes. I still haven't seen it. Is it good? It's pretty good. It mostly focuses on uh, Mrs. Incredible. Mm. And they. She's thick. They, That's fine. They make her very thick. Oh, in this movie. wait, she's thicker? They like very much accentuate her sexiness oh, in this oh, film. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I love me some animated boobs and butts. <laughs> yeah, I still haven't seen that. Um, But yeah, I, I kind of get it now. Like, I still don't... I really... What I don't get is why this flops so hard because the dude that fucking... The directed the... Or the dudes that directed this, so like a brother-brother mm-hmm. team, they fucking wrote and directed Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber Dumb 2, Dumber. which isn't that great, but you know... Yeah. Uh, what were the other things they did? They did fucking uh, Kingpin too. Um, Kingpin, Shallow Hal. Um, oh, um, there's something about Mary. Yep. And then the guy that wrote it, uh, 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 wrote the story for Meet the Fockers. Yeah. So that part I get. And that's where, <laughs> like, I would kind of say, in in kind of defense of WB's decision, like. If I was looking at this production on paper, I'd be like, this sounds like a home run. 100%. And I mean, I don't know if all the actors were on, like all the voice actors were on board, like when this was going in. They probably weren't. But I mean, they got a fucking lineup. Yeah. Incredible lineup. I mean, fucking, let's see. It was fucking Chris Rock. It was fucking Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. It was fucking, uh... I don't care who David Hyde Pierce is. You said he did something. I didn't care. Uh, we got Brandy Norwood, William fucking Shatner, Ron Howard. Um, I'm not happy about this, but Kid Rock, um, Uncle yeah. Cracker. <laughs> yeah. Those are... I mean, not to mention your live action lead is Bill Murray. Like, Yeah, and fucking Bill Murray. But, I mean, that goes without fuck. saying. That's just like... Yeah, but that that's the weirdest part to me. You know what's really weird? On IMDb, Bill Murray's like fucking 30 down on the cast list <laughs> that makes no sense he is like in the movie more than any he's the he's the main character he is the movie he literally is what the movie revolves around <laughs> i don't get that but yeah i mean that's another thing too like i feel like in 2001 people should have been like oh bill murray movie fuck yeah i'm gonna go see that yeah like why not and another and the anima- weirdest thing in the too last animated that's... animated uh live action he did was space jam Why wouldn't you go see this? Yeah. And I just feel like, I I don't know. Like, it's just like, it's just, it's so star-studded. I love Bill Murray. I love Chris Rock. Like, this movie should have just been a home run. Like, it seems great. Well, not even just that, too. You know, like, the directors literally wrote and directed Dumb and Dumber. And it's like, that's a great fucking movie. Huge comedy giant like one of the biggest i don't get it i really don't get i don't get why this flopped so hard but it flopped fucking terribly and i guess i mean from anything that i read they just said that like people didn't like how it like leaned so much on like gross out body humor but like we just watched it and there's a couple moments but there's not that many i don't think that well i mean i guess okay well there's puke there's the pimple popping there's like boogers there's like farts and stuff like that but i mean even as it goes, I feel like I was way more offended when I watched Killer Pinata and I saw a girl like like fucking bathing in her puke on the floor and like having a great time. Fucking if anybody's seen fucking uh 
what well, Dead Alive or Brain Dead, whichever title you call it by, that that zombie flick. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Way more insane than this, and not even just the gore, like the pus and like that that old lady like getting like fucking pus in her soup and like all that shit. Like that's way more disgusting than anything that happens in this flick. Yeah, if anyone's ever seen The Darkness with Kevin Bacon, his fucking daughter pukes in a bunch of jars and keeps them under her bed. That's yeah, way. That's really fucking gross. That's way worse than this. Like that's the most disgusting. I didn't fucking, know that, dude. Uh, that was literally the most disgusting. Fuck. <laughs> not even disgust. That's too light. That was the most sickening, fucking repulsive, like devil jargon I've ever seen in my life. Was that worse than seeing him without a shirt? Unfortunately, <laughs> they're like hand in hand. But at least he kind of resembles a raisin. That just resembles. <laughs> nothing it's just gross that's pretty gross man it's just fucking gross dude but anyway yeah let's talk about osmosis jones because you know what i really fucking like this i give this a five star i've i'm a, i will give it a five star as well right I, this is a very fun movie uh amazing soundtrack dude okay the soundtrack is amazing bill murray's fucking hilarious like you got this good twist between live action and animation the animation looks incredible like, it looks awesome. Like, all these scenes, especially with them, like, driving through, like, the germ city and the body and stuff and all, like, these, like, mm-hmm. wide shots of, like, the entire city and the streets and stuff that they're driving through, it looks fucking awesome. It's a really cool world you know they what? built. For a, like, mostly flat animated film from 2001, this had the potential to look very dated because it's not going to yeah. have, like, the classic animation well, look that's of, like, thing. say, it's Aladdin. Deep. Yeah, it's not going to have that classic style of, say, like, Aladdin, and it's not going to be, like, CGI. So, like, it could have looked super dated. It looks great. And whatever they were using specifically for, like, lighting and shading, I was very impressed by. Uh, All of the white blood cells, like, it doesn't really come across in, like, the drawn image if you look at, like, the cover of the, the thing or anything, or, like, the movie poster. But on screen, they are all, like blue but then they have this like translucent like outline around them that like shows like it's see-through it's translucent and like it's fully it's animated and it's so smooth it looks really fucking cool so really like visually this movie's fucking awesome like listening to it is a joy all the music is fucking Mm -hmm. great the jokes they all hit I don't think there was a single joke in this movie that I was like eh that, that sucked I laughed at, like, oh, everything. I, f- I feel like a, a movie like this should be offering, like, really bad dad puns that, like, aren't actually funny. But every single, like, bodily function pun is funny as shit. It's super clever. They're clever. Like, they're smart as fuck. Like, you could tell these people actually legitimately either did their research or already knew what they were talking about. But then yeah. also, they're fucking funny. They're funny. Yes. And of course Chris Rock delivers most of them and he delivers them fucking amazing. Yeah, so this is, so I have like no issue giving this a 5 star. I legitimately think this is a perfect movie for what it was doing. Yeah, I agree. It really sucks that this did bad and there wasn't like a potential for like, you know, more or something. Like I think I think some I spin-offs to this, like some sequels would have been cool. I guess I guess you said there was a television show, but you know, there was a TV show. Make, I don't think it had any of the same I was, well, talent. I was just going to say know. that there's no way any of them would come back after what nah. it probably did to their careers at the time. <laughs> Everyone was like, I don't want to talk about this. Yeah. 
which really sucks because I think it would be fun to talk about and start fun conversations. I really do too. I I am shocked at how much I enjoyed watching this movie. Dude, the first minute in the movie, Bill Murray starts fucking fighting a monkey for an egg that he poured mayonnaise and <laughs> like a fucking entire <laughs> container of salt all over. <laughs> like fist fighting an actual monkey. It's fucking awesome. It sounds great even, on paper, and it's even better when you watch it. He even says, now I'm going to have to choke you. <laughs> Chokes a monkey. <laughs> like, dude, are you kidding me? That's amazing. How could you not like that? Oh, that's so funny. If I went to the movie theater and I saw Bill Murray choking a monkey within the first minute of a movie, I'd be like, I'm watching this five more times before it leaves theaters. <laughs> And that's one thing I feel like I feel like Bill Murray in whenever he does do interviews and stuff, he's usually really open about like some of the shit that he kind of got almost tricked into doing like Garfield. Yeah. I feel like I've never heard him say anything about Osmosis Jones. No, I don't think I have either. Which is just weird. Like, well, because you know what? Because Bill Murray is like he's a connoisseur of weird shit. Do you know, you know, his favorite movie or at least, I don't know if it still is, or like was for a long time, but at least at a time, his favorite movie was Frankenhooker. Oh, really? Yeah, dude. That's awesome. Fucking Frank Henenlotter, dude, that made like Basket Case and all that shit. Yeah. Frankenhooker was his favorite movie forever. He literally said he saw it in theaters like upwards of like 10 times. Like he went to the theater all the time just to watch Frankenhooker. That's awesome. Well, it's a really good movie. It's a really good movie, but like also like it's wacky as shit, and that's the shit Bill oh, Murray yeah. likes, so I feel like... I feel like genuinely Bill Murray was probably kind of sad when this flopped. He probably had a lot of fun because, like, even like looking at him acting in this, he looked like he had fun doing it. He was probably like, "This is fucking funny, dude." You know, like, there's sometimes when I watch some Bill Murray movies, and I I can almost feel like because he kind of has this reputation of kind of sort of not always giving a fuck, and like sometimes I feel that coming through in the film like i could even say like ghostbusters 2 like i feel like a lot of times it feels like he's not even like trying he's just kind of there but like i feel like he really enjoyed doing this movie yeah dude he had a fun time doing this he was he was like totally on board and like it's at least it seemed his performance at least seemed that way you know what was weird to me too i genuinely feel like even when Chris Rock was talking about it, like, in that podcast about how he didn't like it, I feel like he was kind of holding back a little bit. Like, I don't know if that's just me, like, hoping he was, or, like, th- like kind of, like, <laughs> maybe my view's flawed because, you know, I want him to like it or something, or I want people to like right. this movie, and I love it so much. But at the same time, I feel like when he was saying it, like, I don't know, listening to his voice and whatnot in this movie, like, I've even heard Chris Rock sound, like, kind of subpar in some stuff because he just, like, doesn't seem sure. to care that much. But I feel like... He said, like, every, I know we can't see him like we can Bill Murray, but, yeah. like, just the level and the tone of his voice, it sounded like he was having fun, especially, like, you know, for example, that one part where he goes, oh, hey, Brandy, oh, I mean, Leah, like, it was, like, a <laughs> playful, like, playoff, you know, like, it sounded like right. he was having fun, like, you, I feel like you can't do stuff like that if you're having a bad time doing something. Yeah. So I feel like it's I, almost I like, right. it's almost like he knows he liked it. But I feel like he might feel like he has to be like, nah, yeah. fuck that, because it did so terrible. Like, he can't just yeah. be like, oh, no, this was great. Then people are going to be like, you're defending a movie that lost, like, $50 right. million. Dollars. It's it's hard not to look like an asshole whenever you're like, oh, I really liked Osmosis Jones. Yeah, and then people are like, you know Warner Brothers almost went out of business because of that movie, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess I get it, but it's just, 
I don't know. It makes me so sad. I feel like we're just talking about things that upset me tonight. Like, the, and it's weird because we just <laughs> talked about like another uh, episode from either show, uh, Horror Soup, a minute ago. So we talked about Goodnight Mommy. I fucking hated every bit of that conversation and that movie. Well, no, not the conversation. Actually, the conversation was fine, but I hated that fucking movie. <laughs> just the movie. And then this one, I feel like I liked all the way through. And then when I found out that no one liked it, I'm just like, oh, what? It's kind of sad. It's a bummer, it's sort dude. Of a bummer. It's a fucking bummer. Yeah, it's a huge bummer. But anyway, you know, the whole the whole way this movie starts is because Bill Murray chokes out this monkey and he gets his egg back. And then he fucking is like, all right, I'm going to eat the egg. And his daughter's like, dude, don't fucking eat the egg. He's like, 10-second rule. Shut the fuck up. And he eats. It's covered, it's covered in, in dirt. And probably, probably, probably monkey shit. Monkey shit. Monkey shit. Yep. For probably sure, monkey for sure, shit. Because it's right next to the monkey cage. <laughs> and they do throw feces. So I'm sure. The, it's probably it's, on his hands. It's on his hands. He's working with them all day. So there's shit everywhere. And he's just like, I'm eating this fucking egg. And you know what? James made a really good point. Uh, I think this is how coronavirus started. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It was very interesting watching this movie during this time. While we're still in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic, and it, a part of me did think, like, "Oh, we should really show this movie. That more people need to see this to understand what happens in your body you know, when you have a virus." Maybe th- this pandemic is what's bringing osmosis jones back and they're gonna make the money that they never made in the past and everyone's gonna respect it, it for what it actually is there it is everyone's gonna come back and say this is not only entertaining but also quite accurate this is genius and also they predicted coronavirus because yes. this thing this this bad guy essentially makes himself it, he appear is the to coronavirus the he's, he's the physical coronavirus for sure totally is He's just the germs that travel between us, but he's forcing them upon us. Yep. <laughs> At least that's what the alien conspiracy theorists would say. Um, <laughs> so, another thing, too, is that I, I think I learned more from this movie than I did in school, ever. Any any health class or biology class, ever. <laughs> this made learning fun. It did. It really did. This is I the movie they should have shown. In those classes. I do remember I I watched this movie in in like middle school. What? Really? They like yeah, they played it at school. Yeah. That's a smart teacher. They've watched it and they were like, this is good shit. Like <laughs> this is actually a way that people can learn. Yeah. I do remember they they, they did that. I probably fell asleep, but but, I, but it did happen. But then again, I also sang about the white blood cells being germs in the beginning, so I mean <laughs> how much did I really learn? <laughs> how much did I really learn? Oh God, you're right. Um, so you know, Osmosis Jones, he's a badass of this movie. He makes his own laws. He tries to apprehend a suspect. He fails, destroys the town. This causes cramps in Bill Murray's side. <laughs> also, uh, I can burp in these freely. <laughs> Patreon, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> you paid for this. <laughs> Um, when Bill Murray has cramps, he kind of just dies and has a seizure. He just <laughs> falls over. He falls over, but he flops like a fucking dead fish, like, <laughs> like a dying fish. I'm like, and he's holding a bucket of KFC. I'm also impressed that even at his age, 19 years ago, that he was able to do this. <laughs> My back would have gone out if I did that move. 
Yeah, yeah, mine probably would too. I I can agree with that. And then uh, toward the beginning of this movie, we also find out that it's kind of it's a horror movie, dude. Yeah, like this is legitimately a horror movie. That the whole secret sequence revealing Thrax is straight up horror. Like it's not even playing anymore. Like it's scary. And also, his name's Anthrax, and Anthrax is scary. <laughs> Anthrax is scary. Well, because they never they never say what his name is, but his name's Thrax, and everything's like yeah. short for like you know something bad or good body wise. And I, I, as far as I know, Anthrax isn't the best for your body. So I think. <laughs> I think when anthrax touches things, it's not good. Is that is that the general consensus of anthrax? I would say that's a that's a pretty good that's a pretty good uh, way to sum it up. Okay, that's what the scientists say, right? Yes. You ever met one? Yeah, Lawrence Fishburne. He's anthrax. He's a scientist. Oh, I meant the other thing. You ever met an anthrax? Um. Yes, in a mailbox. I'll have you post, know. Post- Post nine eleven when we were when we were sending it in the mail all the time. I'm starting construction on the third gen. <laughs> it's a good line. It's a really good line. Most of my notes are really good lines. Did you did you hear the the question that that was the answer to though? Um, they were just they were asking like what's going on in the body. I don't remember exactly what it was. Now they were no. asking. They said, "Do you do you know what we're going to do about the housing crisis?" So it was like the cells were running out of places to live. And he's like, let them know we're starting construction on the third chin. (laughs) That is fucking incredible. It's so smart. It's just so witty. Well, I think something that's even wittier is the way that Bill Murray makes chicken wings, chicken legs appear in his hand. (laughs) It's like it's almost like magic, right? It's like it's like a magic trick. It's like it's like what's that magic guy? Chris Steele? Chris Bonanza? Uh, uh, Chris Angel? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Devil of Notre Dame. <laughs> you mean you mean whenever Bill Murray just goes leg? Uh, Lag. <laughs> Lag. Lag. And then boom, his daughter puts a chicken leg. In his, hand. <laughs> his daughter uses the force to get a ch- to get a tiny chicken wing to appear in his hand. It's the smallest fucking piece of chicken I've ever seen. It's like if you paid for that from a restaurant, I would be pissed. Oh, I'd be happy. I'd be like, hey, no GMOs. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a space chicken. That's 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 probably a good. Point. That's an organic chicken, dude. That's like a real chicken. That's what real chicken looks like. <laughs> Not these fucking uh, turkey leg drumsticks you see at the fair. Yeah, the ones that are literally bigger than my fucking head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's not real. <laughs> if I saw a turkey with a leg that fucking big. It's thanks killing, bro. I would kill myself immediately. I would look at that it's thing. The... I would go, that is a fucking abomination. If there is a god and it made that, <laughs> take me the fuck out of this world. 
Oh, okay. Uh, side side conversation about giant birds. Uh, oh, that's your god. I, yeah, I <laughs> I uh, shot a house for somebody recently. You shot a house? What did that yeah, do? To, what, what did it do to you? That's what that's what photographers say. What did it do? And to you? it was a dick. And I asked them why they were moving, and they said that they're buying some land out in the country because her husband wants to start a farm. Oh. I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, like, does he have anything in mind that he wants to farm? Integrity. She goes, ostriches. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> Wait, hold the fuck. That's, no, that's a bit. No. This really happened to me in fucking Indiana. I said, excuse me? And she said, yes, ostriches. And I said, why? <laughs> and she went on to describe to me that ostrich farms in America are this new up-and-coming thing. And it's like really good meat. And she was like, you'd think it'd be like a giant turkey, right? Which is why I'm telling you the story, because we're talking about giant turkeys. And I was like, yeah, that's what I would imagine. And she goes, it's not. It's a red meat. It's actually very similar to beef, but more tender. So I found this article called Battle of the Big Birds. Uh, It says, (laughs) ostriches versus turkeys. That age-old problem. Uh, Which big bird do we Angelinos love more? And I'm not talking just in the looks department both make good for eating apparently the biggest ostrich farm in america is in iowa and this guy has like five thousand birds and he makes like two million dollars a year selling ostrich meat. okay here's this thing i'm trying i was looking up ostrich farms thinking that it was so outlandish that i would find the media thing that i'm thinking of because there's some <laughs> bit in some television show or i think it's a television show where some husband is like, I'm going to go buy an ostrich farm. And the wife is like, why would you do that? And then he goes, is it like, it has to be Arrested Development. What the fuck is that, dude? Sounds like it would be an Arrested Development. There, I, oh my God, is it? Maybe. I feel like it might be. It's there, been a long time since I've seen it. There is something that I've seen mo- many times in my life. It's a show I've watched many times that I can't remember right now. But there is a liter- that is th- th- what you just told me is the exact bit in the show. <laughs> and then they they end up I think the ostriches attack or something and then they lose the ostrich. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, it's how I met your mother. That's Lily's dad. Oh. That's Lily's dad. He's also he, in Osmosis Jones. He's also in Osmosis Jones. He <laughs> gets the fucking ostrich farm. And then he, like, like des- destroys the ostriches or something. I don't know, but he loses it. He gets, like, attacked by the ostriches, right? Isn't that what it is? It is How I Met Your Mother, right? Let me double check. Let me double check. Oh, my God. This is going to piss me off. <laughs> what is it? Oh, my God. Is it, ostr- is it How I Met Your Mother? The goat? No, I'm getting the goat stuff. Dude, I don't, no. know. I don't know if it's How I Met Your Mother. Maybe it's not. No, doesn't sound like it. I thought it was. I don't know, dude. But um, but yeah, dude. Apparently, ostrich no, 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 is no. up and coming. No, no, no. There's, there's the, there's the plucking the ostriches on Thanksgiving Day from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. It's, a, it's called an interest, an interesting sight. It's in, um, it's in, it's on 
broad it's on broadway this is in los angeles in 1919 um come out and see how it's done uh see how the wonderful ostrich plumage now so fashionable for the mid ladies wear what is that this is like 1919 (laughs) printing i can't read this very well uh is taken from the bird the the otherwise vicious bird is then deared deared docile merely by pulling a stocking or a mask over its head i never greta the extraction of the plumage I feel like you're just speaking another language at this point no this is the this is the costin <laughs> ostrich farm in 1919 how terrifying would it be to like Work on a fucking ostrich farm. No, how terrifying would those it... things are basically velociraptors. How terrifying would it be to live in a world where we drive in metal cars when we could have squishy cars? We could have squishy cars like all the white blood cells. Why would we not have squishy cars? You have your engine on the inside. You have your physical hard things on the inside, like your seat and your other stuff, so you can get to all your things and whatnot. But on the outside, you have a big, big old layer of squishy stuff. So if you crash into each other, you just kind of bounce on each other. And then also when you parallel park, you can just squish into each other and get in your spot. Just squish it on up. that, That literally gets rid of insurance. That's why we can't have it. You got squishy cars, and we don't hurt each other. You hit a yep, squirrel, the they just they just companies would riot. You hit a squirrel, they just bounce. They just go to the left, unless they get ran over, then they're done. But if they if you hit them head on, then they just bounce. Squishy tires. <laughs> you you drive over something, it just squishes. I just, I just wish we could just clip the the face that you made when you said squishy tires, like it's. Like, it's like you really lit up like you really you've really figured it out it was it was it was awesome i liked it you act like a light bulb didn't just light up in my brain i had a fucking idea james it was great i loved it it was really great to see in real time and not everyone is gonna get to see that i mean if you want i could grab the zoom video and just upload that you could we have they sh- they sh- you should at least for that because to, it was really good to say now it was really good, wholesome content, and I think that people would really enjoy it. Okay, we could do that. Um, I really think that squishy cars are a good idea, though. I really need to find out who I can talk. Well, here's the thing: like, have squishy cars been? Did they try that? Like, did they go right to hard, or did they try squishy first? I don't think they tried squishy first. Henry Ford wasn't making anything squishy. But why wouldn't you try squishy first? Like, wouldn't you like? Because wouldn't you try the the squishy route before you go? Because in- we're America and we're men, and men like hard things because things gotta be hard. You know that old timey stuff. Men are homophobic in America. Yes, they hate hard things. <laughs> but we also use the word soft as an insult. Okay, well then we need some flaccid cars. <laughs> some non some non-erect there cars. We need some flaccid cars. Non-erect automobiles. Everything will be fine. Yeah. I love it. I mean, I'm I'm really solving the world's problems and no one's fucking listening. We need to get some engineers on the line. No, James, to figure this you're, out. You're making jokes, but I'm starting to get pissed off. <laughs> like I'm trying to help the world. I have ideas that are like good. Yeah. I believe you. But just because I'm not fucking Elon Musk, no one lets me fucking drill tunnels under Los Angeles. Yeah, you need to go talk to someone like Elon Musk. That's what I said. We need to get some engineers on the call. Tell them about the squishy cars. 
and the squishy yeah. tires. Yep. They have um, uh, depictions of asses on the police department. It's just big butts. <laughs> and they fart sometimes. <laughs> if you look closely, they fart. There's like close-ups sometimes, like it's a close-up on the butt, and you don't realize it's the police department, but it farts. And then later, it's police. Police fart. <laughs> it's police. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> are, we, are we saying like a a cast? So they meet up with uh, they meet this pill guy Drix because Osmosis Jones gets sent on this thing after a fucking up. They're like, you're gonna go do the pill stuff, and then he meets up with him. And he's driving with him in this little big squishy car because he's stretching out the squishy car, and he's like, hey man, you know nothing about struggle. My school, Crack Central. It was literally in the crack. We were so poor, we lived on peanut butter and cellulite sandwich. You ever try to blow your hair with a blow dry your hair with a fart? <laughs> this is like the first time where we just get this like rundown of one-liners and it's like Chris Rock at his most Chris Rockiest. You ever blow dry your hair with a fart? <laughs> and you know what his Chris Rocky goes fart? Look, you ever tried? You ever tried to make a snowman with Klingons of toilet paper? <laughs> He's like, that's how poor we were. Oh, and Drix the whole time's like, okay, yeah, I get it. Okay, yeah, I get it. You're you're poor. Okay, you're you poor. I get it. You can stop, man. You can stop. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Oh fuck. Um, and then, and then, and then we meet a little tiny Mexican germ. <laughs> a, little, a little bean. Oh, a little fucking god. bean. Oh my god. A little fucking, a little fucking Mexican jumping bean. Oh, holy shit. Hey, gonna kill us dead, hombre. You don't, wanna me- you don't wanna mess with him, fool. <laughs> dude, dude. And then and then he gets fucking murdered by anthrax. <laughs> and <then> <laughs> <laughs> anthrax fucking takes him out. And then right after <laughs> we meet the germ mob. <laughs> the germ mob. The Italian mob. germ mob. So good. We get the germ godfather. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> even does like like the 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 triple chin like he goes to his third chin and gives that the little like backwards scratch. Hey, what are you doing on my turf? <laughs> oh, and their they their they turf. Got, they got goal. <laughs> their turf is the left armpit. By the They're way, the left That's armpit. The left out. armpit sauna. <laughs> oh my god. And uh, we, we go back to Bill Murray for a little bit. Uh, and he's he's <laughs> he's talking about how he already did his uh, his, his all of his weekly hikes because he was like, you know what? I'm just chilling around. I was like, I'm gonna get all my hikes done. I hiked all the way to the liquor store, the cigarette warehouse. It's <laughs> going on a casual hike to the cigarette emporium. You know, yeah, we just hang out at the cigarette warehouse. Grand Mouse, Grand Grandmaster House of Cigarettes. <laughs> I just imagined. Like, a fucking barn just full of cigarettes not even in boxes they're just like loose cigarettes 
<laughs> they're like they're stacked up like uh like little like you know circular like like yeah, chop, yeah, yeah. choppings of wood like <laughs> yeah just stacked up just shelves and shelves and shelves of them stacked up long Lo- ways just like loose that. marble 100s <laughs> actually no 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 cloves it's all cloves <laughs> Oh man! All, all cloves and palmals. Palmals. Make sure you get your daily dose of fiberglass. Don't forget the Virginia Slim warehouse around the corner. <laughs> uh, it's only it's only stepmoms working there though. It couldn't hire anyone else. And and uh, it, it, the only other people that they hired are uh, are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Short, oh sassy women with shrill voices that drink wine at night. There you go. <laughs> That's the Virginia Slim Warehouse. <laughs> and then uh, they get they talk a little more about Mexican stuff because they talk about the Red Death, which uh, I guess this was kind of like an Edgar Allan Poe kind of thing, but they spun it as like Red Death. It's that some kind of fucking taco sauce. Yes. <laughs> Which I real I will say as a connoisseur of someone who eats taco sauce and then uh bleeds out of his asshole, uh you can call it the red <laughs> death. It's basically the plague for my ass. There it is. There it is. The plague for my ass Putting plagues Oh in my ass. You're real singy tonight. I might get an entire rat and stick it up my ass. Yeah, that's the plague. That's how it started. You put a rat in your ass. What are you laughing at? I don't even know. I'm thinking about real issues. Yeah, you are. All right. Yep. We're in the plague, but you know, I got, I got. <laughs> Wait, wait, I have a great joke. I have a great joke. <laughs> alright, 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 alright. <laughs> I got 99 wing problems, but one sauce ain't one. Good joke. <laughs> It's an acceptable joke. It's an acceptable joke. It's an acceptable joke because Bill Murray, well, Bill Murray's body, I guess, really wants Bill Murray to go to this uh, Buffalo Wing Convention. And why do they want him to go there? I don't know. Because I did forget that was a thing. I thought he really wanted to go there, but you're right. They were trying to push him to go there. Why why did they want him there? The mayor really wanted to go to Buffalo. What was in it for I don't him? Know if, like, I don't know if, like, in his eyes, like, the body going on this big trip was, like, kind of a sign of, like, new exciting things that I'm bringing to the body or something. I well, don't know. I th- maybe it goes by specific bodies because this body doesn't go anywhere. So they're like, yeah, Wing Festival is, like, basically meeting the Pope. Right. <laughs> But then I feel like once they get there, it's not going to be enjoyable for any of the cells that live inside the body. Oh, no. Because he's going to be shitting fire for a week. Chris Rock's crack capital? 
is not going to be doing very well. No. There's going to be a lot of flames just shooting through the entire system. When he's trying to blow dry his hair, there's going to be blood in his hair. (laughs) You're fucking kidding me? It's going to be terrible. (laughs) So it really feels like William Shatner's just way off base with this whole plan. But also, wasn't he being Nixon? Or was he being Kennedy? Which one was he again? He was being Nixon, which kind of makes sense. It makes perfect sense. It's kind of like whenever Nixon went to China and, like, he tried to make it a big deal, but, like, really, you didn't fucking do anything. Like, <laughs> he just went to China, dude. <laughs> it's like, it's, you didn't I, accomplish shit. I, like, could, I could do that. <laughs> I could go to China, like, in, like, a week if I wanted to. Well, no, I couldn't. Maybe right maybe now. in a couple years. <laughs> maybe, a couple, maybe, he, maybe he did accomplish something. I can't do that right now, so. In today's terms, maybe... Today he would have done well. It would have been like, true. "Oh shit, dude! That's true. You went to China. How'd you get there? You got a, you got a, you got a guy. <laughs> you got a, you got a boat guy. How do you get to China? It's a boat, right? <laughs> boat, yeah. You take boats. Anytime you leave the United States, you take a boat. <laughs> you take a boat. People show up on boats. People leave on boats all the time. It's just a boat eat boat world. <laughs> boat eat boat. <laughs> you like you like that lyrical wordplay? That's what I say. Haha, ha, I'm gay. <laughs> Cut the rhymes all the times. You need to stop watching freestyle videos. Dude, I've been watching so much Harry Mack. I think it's bleep it's rubbing off, man. I just I can't I guess. I just can we start a freestyle podcast? We're just freestyle. You you can. I don't know if I can do that. Oh, I don't know on. if I have that skill set. I think you could do it. You just got to try harder. I can I can make music for you. I can do that. Oh, really? Yes. Then we'll then, Okay, then that's the fucking What are you What are you talking about then, James? That's the fucking show. You make live music for me and then I fucking sing or rap or whatever. Yeah, I can do that. I'm very down for that show. I might be more committed to that show than this show. <laughs> Even though I just said I want to commit more to the show, <laughs> I might commit more to the new show. Maybe, maybe we can just do uh, wait. How would rap, I? How would bonus I, rap episodes? How would I? How would I on Patreon? Wait, how would I commit? Commit to that? There's no. I would just do it when we do it. How would I? I don't get. We that. would just do it when we do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So we're starting that podcast next week. That's going to be called. Okay. Rapping, trapping, don't attack him. James is the man and Caleb is a can. That's the podcast name. Love it. Is that not? A, is it too long? Nope. It's not long enough? Yes. Rapping, attacking, don't stop trapping. We're trapping, rapping, leagity yapping. James is blapping when I'm doing the tapping and I'm tapping on my feet. It's the disco tapping. Bap. Yes, that's it. That's the whole thing. It's the show? Yeah. Can you abbreviate that for me real quick? D-D-A-C-P-P-A-C-D-A-P-C-D-T-P-A. T. Is that actually it? No. I don't think I said a single thing with a T. <laughs> Except for like you said, most of it. You said tapping four times. I didn't say that. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, we find out that uh, Osmosis Jones pretty much got fired from the police department. 
because he uh, triggered some some puke all over this this ugly chick that was into Bill Murray, even though he's uglier. And then this Molly Shannon, yeah, ugly chick. And this caused him to get fired from the pea soup factory. And then he got a ninety percent cutting pay because now he's working at the zoo. But he's kind of happy. And then he's like talking to his daughter. And he's like, "Hey, you know, this place has one hundred twenty eight sauces. You like math? Crunch the numbers on that, bitch." <laughs> I can't believe it's a 90% pay cut from the pea soup factory to working in the zoo. But also, how hilarious is it that he puked all over a girl and then got fired from the pea soup factory? Why does that make him lose his job? Well, it was it was in the newspaper. Yeah, but like, it's not like he said something racist. He just got sick. Let's be real. If like I know cancel culture is kind of starting to die out, but there are definitely people out there who would have or still would cancel someone for puking on someone. They'd be like, you really need to control your actions. What you do affects people and you need to think about things before you do them. So before your body starts going awry, fuck you. You're canceled. <laughs> and also... This is why we have coronavirus. Again, don't maybe don't puke on people. <laughs> maybe don't puke on people. But you know what's bad idea. You know what's really interesting about that chick though? What? Her, Molly Sheena? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The ugly chick. Her kids are named Ralph and Chuck. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then and then Bill Murray's next experience yeah. with her. Okay, not only did he puke on her, she filed a restraining order against him. <laughs> Which I don't know if you can do just because someone accidentally threw up on you. Okay, James, let me answer that question for you. You, first of all, you saying that you don't know if that could happen makes you the biggest idiot in the world. Second off, no, you can't do that. (laughs) You can't do that. Well, as someone who's had a restraining order against them, I think that it can happen for just about anything these days, so... Why did you have a GTFO. restraining order against you? That's the new story. I don't, we don't. We don't need to get into that. No, right now. You, no, James. You're on a podcast, and you, it, no, you're on, we don't need to get into that right now. You're on a podcast, and you just say, <laughs> "Oh yeah, I had a restraining order against just me just once, just once." We don't need to get into it. It's fine. Everything's fine. And you expect nobody me to move hurt. on from that? Oh, and now nobody you're saying got nobody hurt. got. Yeah, fine. tell me the story. <laughs> it's actually not. It's actually not that dramatic. Um, essentially, uh. I dated this girl, and her family really didn't like me. And so, well, they, maybe like, you should have stopped hitting her. <laughs> People usually don't God like you when it. you hit their daughter. If anything, she would have hit me. That bitch is crazy. <laughs> oh, so now, now you hit her, and then she's crazy. <laughs> yeah, uh, and so they like went to the police with a bunch of shit. And, oh, so uh, this is the reason you're not a pastor anymore. You got fired. You've been telling <laughs> you've been telling everyone the story like, "Oh, I left the church cuz everything was so bad, but really you were Oh no, I did get fired from my church job. <laughs> I'll I'll tell anybody about that. That's what happens when you beat women, James. <laughs> there are consequences already, to your actions canceled. I would have already been married at that time. <laughs> And it's not my wife that I'm talking about. Now you're beating. I'm talking about many, many years ago. Oh, so many, many years ago many, you were many beating years someone, ago. so it's fine. But now it's better because you only beat your wife behind closed doors. 
No, I'm not a police officer. Oh, okay, okay. That's, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I'm following now. I'm following. <laughs> I'm following now. No, I got you. I got you. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so. I, I, I hope anybody that gets to the Patreon level with this show, like, has an understanding of who we are by now. <laughs> Oh, well, they're going to be very upset. I can guarantee that everyone on the Patreon has beat their wife once or one time or another. <laughs> <laughs> and if they are a wife, they probably beat themselves. <laughs> Is that another thing I'm not supposed to say? <laughs> Shit. Oh, God. I don't know, man. What happened to this movie? Um, a f- zit popping. No, yeah, no way. Uh, uh, Bill Murray has a an, an infected toe. Oh God, that was so. I think that was more gross than the zit explosion. So maybe it's justified because that was pretty fucking gross. <laughs> Dude, they close up on that toe at least seven times. Too many times. They made sure that we times. knew his toe was infected. Like if th- if we didn't get it from him saying, "Oh, hey, my toe's infected," they were like, "No, you're gonna remember." And then the next time we see uh, that ugly chick, when she tells us about her kids, Ralph and Chuck, Bill Murray has this giant pimple on his forehead. And it, it another, again, close-ups on a fucking cream pie. A cream pie yeah. of a fucking pimple, dude. It was <laughs> disgusting. Which, what's happening inside of his body is that they've turned the pimple into a nightclub. Oh, so, like, that is... I was trying to remember what was in the pimple. There's all kinds of shit going down inside, yeah. They're, like, all partying and shit in there. You know who's partying in there specifically? Kid Rock. Yeah, it is It is Kid Rock, and that's probably the most unfortunate part of the movie. But not only is it just his voice, it's Kid Rock. They made the germ look like Kid Rock. Dude, and he's rapping like, uh, 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 I'm a germ, rapping, k-k-k-knackin', Kid Rock on the beat, and I'm wiggity wiggity whacking, cause you know I'm Kid Rock, and I don't stop, cause I'm on top, and the kid to the R to the O to the C to the K, that's Kid and Rock. I will say that what you just did was probably still more <laughs> a, a, a little bit, like, better, and maybe... It's still better. Maybe the wordplay was a little more intelligent. It's too good and too cool as compared to what... Some... I, I think he ends... <laughs> I think he ends his little rap segment with like, and I like to disco. He does. he does. That's his last line, dude. In his rap, literally in a rap, his last line is, I like to disco. Like, what are you even doing? Dude, it's literally like my trash can raps that I do on the horror suit page. <laughs> it's what it is. Like, I, th- I, I didn't yeah. realize that I was trying to be Kid Rock the other the whole time, but I guess subconsciously <laughs> I was being Kid Rock in Osmosis Jones. Just trying to be Kid Rock, man. Holy shit, man. It is in. Ba what to ba. Beat to the ba to the kid to the rock to the ah. <laughs> That's him. He's just like trying to get a rise out of people. <laughs> If you say ah enough, people are like, oh, 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 he said ah. Should we also talk about how Bill Murray literally has like uh like a hanging contraption in his house that gives him live feeds from football games, like live scores? Yeah, it's like this crazy. It's like what it looks like is like what you see 
it, uh, like the the old like in movies in like the eighties and nineties at the New York Stock Exchange. It's like those LED tickers that show like the stock prices going across. Or he just stole it from an actual football game. But his is like it's like scrolling through scores, and it's like giving him scores. It's Where's that being fed in from? There's no internet. Well, not it's good internet. Not internet. There was There's internet, something. but not internet. They can do that. It could do that. It just would. It would have a very long delay. But um, yeah, I guess they, they, I, I, there weren't enough buffering issues in his contraption. Right. It's not like it was doing like live video or anything. It was just just digitized numbers. I'm trying to look up and see if like they really sold James. Those. That's not fucking real. I don't see why not. It's possible. I'm saying the technology would have existed. Not for not for Bill Murray living in that fucking house in squalor. No. Well, he took a 90% pay cut <laughs> after he left the pea soup factory. What I'm saying. And he definitely bought that after his pea soup factory. That's not something that you buy when you're in a good place in your life. That's something you buy when you're having a fucking crisis, when you just got a 90% pay cut. Yeah. That yeah, was yeah. his entire paycheck. <laughs> you know how you spend, like, like what is it, like... Three months salary on a on a on a engagement ring. That's what he spent on this. This was his engagement wing it, ring. His wife died, and he was like, "I need a new ring." <laughs> it is insane. <laughs> it is fucking insane that not only that this thing exists, but that Bill Murray has it just right in front of his couch so that he can eat chicken legs that his daughter it's, delivered it's to like him. It's like mounted above and then just, the doorway. It's have in a, the most awkward place. He doesn't have a TV. He doesn't have a fucking radio. Nope. It has a live feed from football. He can't even watch the games. Just the scores. Just the no, the the abbreviations. This guy doesn't have money to bet on any numbers. games. Why does he need the score? Well, they do say later on whenever they visit his brain that it's basic or he makes a uh, osmosis Jones makes a phone call to the brain and uh, the lady says, well, I can look it up for you, but it's basically just sports facts in here. I do remember that, but what are they for? Why does he have this? No- where? Who is he giving this? <laughs> he knowledge? Just his, wants only to know fr- sports. his only friends are his daughter and Lily's dad. <laughs> and Lily's dad tried to marry his daughter in his nightmare, so I don't think he's on good terms with, with, with Lily's dad. Hey, but Lily's dad got him the job at the zoo, okay? It's very interesting that uh, going to a movie theater in uh, in germ world or body world is just watching the person's dreams. Watching the person's dreams. Those would yeah, actually is... be incredible movies if you just watch someone's dreams all the time. It... It could be. Dude. It really could be. Okay, you know what? This is getting, like, really far into just life shit now. But, dude, it's definitely going to happen. I'm all about life shit. There's already been so many talks about, like, you know, that, like, that Neuralink shit and stuff. You know, like, we're Mm going to be pretty much talking to each other, like, just inside of our brains. Like, eventually there might not be need for words and all that stuff. Like, if you watch, like, Mm -hmm. Joe Rogan's Elon Musk and shit, you know, Joe Rogan's always like, what? Oh, talking brain. But (laughs) apparently that could be a reality at some point. Will we be able to watch people's dreams, like movies? Could be possible. That sounds like an incredible form of entertainment. Just finding someone, like a really interesting person, and just watching like a TV show that is just their dreams. Dude, it could even be the opposite. Maybe some like 
like fucking guy, like a fucking accountant in Milwaukee, but he has like just the most crazy yeah. ass dreams. Like he, him as a person is not interesting whatsoever, but his dreams are just fucking bonkers. Okay, how about this? I want dreams of people in the bad parts of Serbia. I want to watch those. Oh my god, that's what I want to watch. Okay, where do I where do I sign up for those dreams? Uh, I don't know. I ask ask the guy who made a Serbian film. Maybe that'll get you started. No, I don't want that. I want real people. I know, but maybe he can point you in the right direction. Okay, I'll ask him. I got him on speed dial. It's my best friend. Dude, somehow you end up with lines to all kinds of people. It wouldn't fucking surprise me <laughs> if you were like, "Oh yeah, I talked to the guy who made a Serbian film last week. Like, he said he might come on a horror soup sometime. I don't know." <laughs> you know what? It's it's funny because that I, I I do always come to James. And I'm like, "Hey, I just got in touch with this person." It's like the randomest people that I don't know. I don't. Genuinely, I don't even know how I get in touch with some of the people I do, but I just do. They just talk to me. They're like, hey, I saw or heard this. Let's talk about... Uh, I can't say, because I still have some of those things under wraps. Okay, I'm not going to say that. Sure, but... sure, 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 sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got his number. So, <laughs> uh, We already talked about the eyeball stuff, but pretty much uh, Bill Murray dies, and then this girl starts yeah. crying as, like, Osmos... Well, Osmosis fights Thrax in an eyeball, and then he fucking... He throws him into a fucking cup of alcohol. Dude. Dude gets destroyed. Just dissolved. It's a horror movie again. It's a horror movie again. Complete horror movie, dude. That was terrifying. <laughs> I can see why... Like, r- thinking back and realizing that I watched this at a very young age, and I love this movie... I see why I have such a big love for horror now. Like, it's shit like this. <laughs> Courage the Cowardly Dog, fucking this. Oh, like, yeah. Spirited Away, like, I know that's not horror, but, you know, it's like all these things are just, like, yeah. either, like, direct horror or just, like, very, very obvious yep. horror elements. Or not obvious, but, like, subconscious horror elements that just stuck in my fucking brain for the rest of my life. Yeah, dude, me and Jonah watch Spirited Away every Halloween. Oh, dude, that's literally... I mean, I say so many movies are my favorite of all time, but, like... That's right. I, I need to start just saying like this is tied for favorite movie of all time. And that is one of them. Like that's definitely yeah. tied for favorite movie of all time with me. So good. Um but yeah, they they kill Thrax and then Bill Murray dies and then James starts screaming. Uh I had to write it down because he screamed it at least 9 times. Yes, cry into his mouth. Yeah, cry in his mouth. Yeah, just cry right in that mouth. I love tears in mouths. Yep. Guess what happened? She did cry in his mouth, but it's really weird that James likes the sight of little girls crying into old men's mouths. Oh, <laughs> fucking love it. Especially if it's Bill Murray. Guys, please, no one no one cut this out of context. No one, like... Especially when she was on a field trip and got this really bad makeover from all of her middle school friends. Oh, you mean like like the fucking like child pageant fucking fucking? <laughs> She's looking rough, man. Poor girl. No, no eight year old should look like that. I'm sorry, <laughs> that's not right. And dude, this is like a really funny scene with uh, her fucking fake eyelash coming off, <laughs> and them hanging on to the false eyelash. Dude, I love Chris Rock's line. It's a falsy. It's a falsy. 
Are you fucking kidding me? Um, and then Bill, well, Bill Murray dies. Like while he's crying, we are introduced to the most beautiful doctor in the world. Like literally, just a fucking uh, a Greek sex god of a doctor. I don't <laughs> know how. Man is so no, fucking. Hot. This guy isn't allowed to be a doctor because people just wake up and be like, "I'm cured." But like, <laughs> and his real name is Zen Gessner. Zen Gessner. His name is Zen. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I'll give you one guess at what location and uh, like time period that he was born in. Muncie, Indiana, nineteen sixteen. Uh, nah, dude. His first name is Zen. Oh, <laughs> was... uh, um, um. Okay. He's a uh, white. No, dude no, no, named no. Hold Zen. on, hold on, hold on. Um. <sighs> okay, okay, okay. Um. I'm gonna go northern, northwestern Cambodia, eight, eighteen thirty A.D. No. Okay, B.C. B.C. He's born in L.A. in 1970, like right in the middle oh. of the fucking New Age movement. Oh. Of course, his name is Zen. Okay, I was close. So close. Don't name your kid Zen. <laughs> Just don't do it. I feel like that's one way to like instantly curse yourself with an extremely chaotic child, right? Well, look at his looks. He causes chaos. <laughs> I saw your dick when he came on the screen. Wait, what? So, um, Bill Murray's daughter gives him a little sliver of carrot for nourishment, and he eats it, and then uh, the uh, Richard Nixon presses a button that makes him fart, and then he goes, huh, out with the old and with the new. And that's the last line of the movie. Yep. So we have two- Second, I'll sec- suck your blood. Second fart ending. Fart count. That's, that's two on the fart count. We had Pavo, and now we got Bill. There it is. That's the Popo Bill list. Uh, you can call him Frank if you want. That's the character's name. I but li- Bill's fine, too. I like Frank. I do. No, yeah, I, I, I like I like. Fr- is that really his name? <laughs> I think so. No, yeah, you're right, actually. They said that a lot. Welcome to the city of Frank. Welcome to the city of Frank. Frank. <laughs> and you get a little Bob Dylan either. In the city of Frank. <laughs> and then you go in the city of Frank. Are you ready, James? No. I'm not. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mumbling in Spanish, mumbling in Spanish. Hey, fool. What you gonna do when I step to you? Fool, I drink a 40. Shorty, drink a 40. With your shorty, now I'm horny. 
Now I put my dick in her pixie stick. That's real lit. There's some spit on it. Cause she just sucked it. Oh shit. I just fucked it. That's a pixie stick. My dick's in it. That's a pixie stick. And my dick's in it. That's a pixie stick, fool. What you gonna do? Pixie stick, fool. How about you? Oh, I don't like the pixie sticks. They don't really like me. I just fight thee. I'm talking about pixie sticks, bitch. Yeah, I put them in your butt. Osmosis Jones said no. That's not good, fool. That's not good, fool. Pixie stick in your butt, fool. That's a pixie stick in Frank's butt, fool. Fool. Hombre. Eat my chonies. Like you really pass into Rick and Morty territory at this hey, point. Hey, fool. What you gonna do when I step to you? Ooh, I am so cool, dude. Yeah, I crazy. My rhymes amaze me, fool. Are you still doing a Mexican thing? What you gonna do? It's kind of sounding Asian now. <laughs> fool. I step to you. I don't know how to keep doing the same accent, so I go into another accent. I attack the track with foos. With all my foos. We step into you and your cruise, cause we the real foos. Fool. Do. You rue. Duh. You rude. I don't like you. I want to fight you. I have a balloon. And I put it in my butt. And I go across the border. Now I sell the crack. Now I got some money, fool. Now I got some money because I got heroin in my butt. I'm sorry. All right, so guys, uh, thank you for being a part of the first Patreon episode. Bye. Bye.